0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio.
1: Welcome to Coach the Coach, helping business coaches deliver more impact in less time. Broadcasting live on the High Velocity Radio Show and the Business Radio X network. If you're a business coach and want to help more people make more money and own your backyard, go to my BRX studio dot com. Lee, this is going to be a fantastic show. Please join me in welcoming to the program coach and advisor to accountants, Mr. Doug Hoffman, CPA. How are you, man? Excellent,
0: Lee. Thank you for having me on your show today. Well, Doug, before we get too far into things, do you mind sharing a little bit about your practice? How are you serving folks?
2: Well, I serve folks Two ways, Lee. I I have a CPA practice that uh, I have uh, four offices and uh, we have about a thousand clients. And that's where I practice my skills of helping businesses and coaching businesses and providing advisory services. And through that experience, I developed my own consulting practice to other CPAs and accountants to help them uh, serve their clients better.
0: Now, how did that transition occur? Like you were doing your work as a CPA and doing normal CPA work, helping your clients, your business owners, and things like that. And what? how did you come up with, you know what, these CPAs need a lot of help as well. Um, so you kind of expanded into helping CPAs. How did that occur?
2: Well, I I did that by practicing what I preach. Uh, I have been doing this, uh, serving clients for 40 years. Uh, I developed my own succession plan about five years ago and have a great team behind me. And I delegated all my work and said, well, what do I do next? And uh, with my what I call a triple A personality. I can't sit still and I can't go to the beach or play golf. So I said, what am I going to do? I said, well, I'm going to give back what I learned to, uh, to the accounting industry. And uh, one of my goals is to teach other accountants how to, um, to coach their businesses and help their businesses grow and prosper And uh, I think that's the best leverage I can give to the business community is by uh, leveraging with other accountants to help businesses.
0: Now, when you're working with uh, owners of CPAs, are these CPA firms that are those mega CPA firms or those small solopreneur individual firms or are they of all sizes?
2: Well, I like to work with uh, firms that are anywhere from one to three or four partners Uh, because what I find is when you get into the mega firms or the the 10 or 20 partner firms, it's like trying to steer the uh, the Titanic away from the
0: iceberg. It just (laughs) takes too long. I felt that before. Um, But with the smaller firms, you find them, to be coachable, they're open to, to listening to you?
2: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, our goal is, is to get them out of the bookkeeping compliance tax and, and um, the other compliance work and actually add value to their clients and give the clients what they really want and what they need, which is advisory services.
0: So you think that's a, a rookie mistake some accountants make is the focus on the accounting, like the tax and the, the stuff they probably went to school for and less on the business acumen and share best practices and the stuff that will help their clients make more money and grow?
2: Yeah, absolutely. What, what happens, especially in these smaller practices is that they, they start out and the the best the easiest way for them to make money is to do bookkeeping and taxes. What happens is that they get so busy that they have no time to get their heads out of the weeds and see what their clients are really looking for, or what they really need. You know, I had an example of a, a client that came in to me, a new client uh, this week, and said, well, they're doing the bookkeeping and they do the bookkeeping keeping great, but I didn't know until the end of the year that uh, my profit was up 46%. And that's what happens is that uh, the accounting team or staff is so busy doing the, the, the book work, they don't realize that the client needs monthly financial statements and they need business advisory services.
0: Now, do you see that the accounting firms of the future are going to be more focused on these kind of services and, and coaching themselves rather than the bookkeeping, auditing, tax services that they're focusing on now?
2: Well, that's my mission, Lee, is, is to get the word out. What's going to happen is, is with artificial intelligence, the prediction is is in 10 years at the most, in three to five years at at the earliest. Uh, bookkeeping and, and tax preparation may be replaced by artificial intelligence, and it's already happening. Uh, you know, I, I I see people that uh, are offering bookkeeping for two hundred dollars a month, uh, and you know the price when you're in the compliance service and you're having it computerized, and the more artificial intelligence that comes in, all it's going to do is is Uh, Pressure the price down, 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 and that's if the accounting firms don't see that as the near future, uh, just look back and look at what happened to uh, retail stores. Look at the giants that have gone bankrupt in the last uh, several years. Sears, uh, uh, Pennies, uh, Payless just went out last week. Why is that happening? because they didn't hear the warning signals uh, when Amazon started 15 years ago and now is dominating the, uh, the market and they're losing all their sales. The same thing is going to happen to the accounting industry. And that's why uh, my mission is to get the word out and help people that uh, heed the warning to get into business advisory services, because that's the wave of the future.
0: Now, how do you help the accountant who went to school and maybe has the personality to be a kind of behind-the-scenes person rather than this kind of uh, interactive, I have to be a good facilitator, I have to be able to ask the right questions and hold people accountable, you know, some of the skills a good business advisor or coach has?
2: Well, I run into that all the time, Lee, and, and basically that's why I'm the coach. Uh, I can coach these people to see that uh, it's just like uh, being in college and getting up and doing your first speech. Uh, you can do it, and the more you do it and the, and the more you practice it, the easier it gets.
0: So you have kind of come up with a methodology that helps uh the person that maybe does has a lot of fear or doesn't feel comfortable having kind of sometimes difficult conversations with people you help them through that like through role playing or practicing like how do you do it
2: Yes we do it through role play playing and um you know that's the best way to practice and you know and you know I don't want everybody listening to think I'm a miracle worker um, <laughs> but uh <laughs> If somebody has the desire to do something, we have the tools to train them to do it.
0: So what's the biggest fear that these CPAs have when you start working with them?
2: Well, the, the biggest fear is, is that, uh, first of all, they have to get them to uh, to delegate. Uh, that's, that's the first fear that they have. The second fear is is exactly like you said. Uh, well, I'm not a business expert. Uh, what am I going to do? But you know, uh, any bu- any business that you're serving, making let's say seven figures, a million dollars or more, if you can't walk in there and within a reasonable reasonably short period of time find them fifty thousand dollars that you can save them the first year, why can't you justify a a twelve or twenty thousand dollar fee? knowing that that $50,000 is, is going to continue year after year. And, you know, in five years, that's $250,000. Who wouldn't want a return on an investment like that? And for an accountant to tell me they can't do that is crazy. All you have to do is look at their inventory, their accounts receivables, accounts payable, uh, operating expenses, and their and their. Their tax strategies, and if you can't come up with fifty thousand dollars in 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 a short period of time to save them in one year, uh, then you need to come to see me because I have the I actually have uh, the tools to help you go through a checklist to find those.
0: So um, well, I never understood. Like we interview a lot of accountants here at Business Radio X, and I've haven't found many of them that think uh, in this manner. So it seems like you're kind of an outlier in this world that you're trying to help the CPA to think more kind of like a business person rather than somebody who is just a vendor that takes care of these things, like in almost a checklist manner. And you're saying, you know what, you got to think a little more expansively and be a partner with your clients to help them find more value in their business and add you know, be maybe more of a connector or to share best practices and to think kind of uh, as like a partner where you're watching their back, not just from a tax standpoint, but their whole business. Um, so t- or how, how did you kind of, as your personality just wired that way, that's how you um, look at business?
2: Uh, yeah, that's the way I look at business. Uh, I have an MBA and in, in basically an MBA school that's, Part of the training is uh, you go through case after case after case and uh, finding, uh, finding solutions to problems for, for businesses. So maybe it's part of my MBA training, but when, when you take an accountant that's working with several businesses, just even doing the bookkeeping and the taxes, what you see happening in that business is a, is a ton of knowledge that no other advisor is getting. And all you have to do is start using that that uh, knowledge, and you can help so many businesses that are out there struggling, uh, that are having a hard time um, making ends meet, making payroll every week, and uh, basically praying that they do have the cash in the in the bank. Uh, when the when it happens. And, you know, the fact that you're not out there helping them, I think is is uh, you're 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 shirking your fiduciary responsibility to your clients Uh, just to do the bookkeeping and and the tax returns and not going a step further. uh, You're you're you you are definitely not um, serving your clients well. And that's the way I, I entice these people to look at what they're there for rather than just uh, looking at the uh, compliance services. Does that make sense? Perfectly.
1: If you're just joining us, you're and listening to Coach the Coach, helping business coaches deliver more impact in less time. If you're a business coach and want to help more people make more money and own your backyard, go to mybrxstudio.com. Uh, Lee, this is my favorite part of the show, and you know why, right? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> we, we it's get to about talk about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Doug, I am not a coach um, out in the marketplace trying to pick up clients and serving um, outside of the business Radio X system, but I do find myself wearing that hat as coach, mentor, guide for our studio partners. We have studios across the country and we're, we're hoping to have a great many more. And I will say this, just lest anybody uh, misunderstand or fall into this uh, or buy into this myth about accountants, I will say of the eight studio partners that I coach, one of them is a CPA and I would say he is among the most coachable in the group. So I just want to put that out there uh, and uh, Lee, you know who I'm talking about, talking about John Ray in the Alpharetta. I mean, he is, he's just, he's coachable. And one of the reasons I mentioned that though is I have found over the years, some people feel like they're more coachable than others. And so I guess I've got like this two-part question. One, where do you feel like our responsibility as a coach begins and ends? And then how do you handle it if you feel like you're, I don't know what do you call them, coachy, your client is not, I don't know, making the progress or at least trying to take on some of your counsel. Anything you can offer in that respect would, would help me personally and it might help some of our listeners, Doug. Well, when I
2: when I interview a prospective client, uh whether it's it's a a business client or another accounting firm that I'm going to help. I, I tell them, uh, as as you know, I'm from Lake Placid, New York, and uh, we're we're the Olympic sports capital of of at least the United States, if not the world. But we don't see any any uh, athletes going to the Olympics without a coach. And so, why would you run your accounting practice or your business without a coach? It's it's the most valuable asset in your life. And then I tell them. All right, I'm your coach, but I'm not the doer. You're the doer. And if you're not going to do it, it's like signing up for a gym and then not going to the gym. (laughs) So you have to do the work. And you have to get your head out of the books or wherever. And you have to work on your business instead of in your business. And if you're willing to do that, I'm willing to coach you. And that's how I start the relationship. And that's how I hold their, heat, their feet to the fire as I'm working with them. And quite honestly, if they, if there's somebody that just won't come around and they're not going to do the work, then I'll drop them like a
1: hot potato. It, well, it sounds like you really don't have any qualms about essentially firing the client if that's what's warranted you. It's just a, it's a what I think I hear you saying is you set the discipline up front. And and then you live by the discipline if that's the way that things unfold. And, I mean, that sounds like great advice. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. And that's the way, uh, you know, the coaches should handle their businesses too because, uh, you know, I, I always say you can lead a horse to the water, but you can't make them drink it. They have to have that desire and they have to want to do it. And basically – you know, if if they're not going to do it, I'm going to move on and help somebody else do it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, when you're working with your accountants, are you only helping them with kind of this consultative uh, business advisory component, or are you also helping them get new clients? Like, is there a sales uh, element as well? Yes. Uh, one of the things that I found about
2: six years ago is a, online e-learning uh, system that uh, is geared towards marketing and uh, generating more leads and learning how to close those, those leads into transactions. And that's not only for the accounting firms, but when, when I start engaging uh, my, co- my coaching engagement with accounting firms, I have them go through this program. Because once they go through the program and apply it to their accounting practice, then I want them to go out
0: and apply it to their businesses, business clients. And then so that's your, is that proprietary or this is just an outside vendor that you just kind of found? It, it's an outside vendor uh, that I found, but
2: now I'm part of the group and I help, the, help them uh, improve and, and, uh, and maintain this, uh, this system. And it's it's a great system, and, and accountants like it because, as you know, accountants like systems. And it's a it's a program that you can put your clients into, and every week it gives them a new video, and it also gives them a workbook to help implement what they learn. Because the concept of it, which is, which I which really attracted me to it, is the fact that. Knowledge is, is valuable, but it's, it's only valuable if you can implement it. And this system, week by week, implements a little bit at a time. And uh, it's an elephant of information, but you can, uh, you can devour the elephant one bite at a time.
0: And because a lot of times the sales and marketing is maybe outside of the comfort zone of a lot of CPAs or even business people. They're good at what they do, but they may not be good at, you know, selling or marketing themselves.
2: Right. But, you know, in my 40 years of running my practice, every time I saw a business go out of business, it was because of sales. And, and I always felt helpless because I couldn't help them. And now having this in my toolbox, I feel that I have a 360, uh, uh, ability to, to help a client no matter what the problem is. And you don't have to be a marketing expert because this program makes you the marketing expert. That was and part this of is the- something that I, you know, once I train the accounting firm uh, or have them go through it and use it on their practice, then they're experienced enough to use it on their clients because it applies to all businesses and industries. It's not just uh, for one industry or, or for uh, somebody and not the other business.
0: Right. It's kind of industry agnostic. Like if it's going to work for the CPA, it's going to work for the, you know, the person who runs the, the gym down the road.
2: Right. And, and the, the the best part of this program is the fact that it's marketing that says you have to brand because, what it teaches you right at the beginning is small businesses can't afford to, to develop a brand. What you have to develop is is get in the mind of, of your customer and find out what problem they have that they can't solve and what solution you have that they can't find. And when you do that and you integrate that into your, your tactical marketing, then it's like uh, – If you never saw a red Mustang until you bought one, just see how many red Mustangs you see after you bought one. Well, that's what you want your your customer to see when your advertisement comes out. You're the red Mustang coming down the road that they were looking for.
0: And that's what most business people want. They want to be seen as the go-to provider for whatever service they're providing.
2: Sure. Their unique selling proposition, that's what they want. And, you know, it's just like I teach the accounting firms. You look in the yellow pages, you look on the websites, we all do everything. We do tax returns, we do bookkeeping, we do auditing, et cetera, et cetera. But you want to stand out there. You do something special. You're proactive. No other accounting firm is. You offer advisory services. You not only say you offer it, but you find the money to pay for it.
0: Right, it's like it pays for itself, though.
2: Exactly, it's not taking the money out of the customers or clients' pocket. It's putting money in, and you're, they're just sharing it with
0: you. And then, why would they ever get rid of you? If you know, if you have a vendor that's helping you make money and it's not really costing you, why would you ever get rid of that vendor?
2: And you, and you just hit the nail on the. Head. The worst thing that. A, an accountant fears is losing a client. And if you do this type of the work the way we coach you to, the last thing you're going to do is lose that client. They're going to love you for life.
0: And it probably you can charge more because you're showing so much value. That you're making them that much more money that your rates become kind of meaningless as long as you're finding the money to pay for.
2: <laughs> That's right. Value-added services. Uh, you're not – no longer going to have that price competition.
0: And that, do you find that accounts, once you tell them this, that their mind is open, they're like, is this like kind of a light bulb moment when you kind of explain this to them?
2: I think so. Yes, absolutely. And, and, um, you know, unfortunately uh, like we talked about the horse, uh, some people just don't get it and some people do. And those are the people that I want to help.
0: Well, the ones that don't get it are going to get it at some point, because like you said, there's almost a commoditization of the kind of the tasks that they're doing today. They're not going to be able to charge what they're charging or, or even get the work in the future with the way technology is changing.
2: Yeah. You know, I just tell them, keep an eye on them all and see who's there not there next week. <laughs> could be some <laughs> of their customers. Yeah, it could be them. <laughs> The problem that I see most often is that accountants are too busy plugging away at the numbers to even talk to their clients.
0: Yeah, and some of that might be fear. And then with your coaching, they're able to get over that fear because you put systems in place that helps them uh, be more confident. Right. I give them the tool belt. Doug Hoffman, CPA, thank you so much for sharing your story. If somebody wanted to learn more, is there a website for your practice? Uh, yes, you can go to Doug Hoffman, CPA.com. Uh, that's my accounting coaching uh, website. All right, Doug, thank you so much for sharing your story today. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio.